Welcome back to a Clubfoot Mom podcast. I'm your host and fellow Clubfoot Mom, Maureen Hoff. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about finding the right support system for your for yourself on your child's Clubfoot treatment journey. Um, it's a topic that I'm really passionate about, and it's honestly kind of the main driver behind the reason that I wrote the Clubfoot book and then ultimately wanted to create content that was really Clubfoot driven, was to provide a better support system and resources for parents who are on the Clubfoot treatment journey with their children. I I think that the support is something that goes kind of under the radar, but it's it's there and it's necessary, but it's put on the back burner for parents because they're so focused on helping their child, right? Like we're in it, we're from the time that your baby is born, really two weeks later, they start this treatment journey that they're on for four or five years. So the medical aspect of it and the actual hands-on treatment becomes the front runner of what needs your attention. But this kind of underlying back burner is the support that you need in order to really help yourself get through the journey with your child. It's something that I struggled with. I think I did some things well. I'm really grateful for a couple support systems that kind of naturally fell into place, but I also think I failed in a lot of areas. I didn't reach out for support when I needed it. I didn't accept help. I didn't ask for help. I struggled with it. And I figured if I struggled, I'm sure there are other people out there that have struggled too. So I thought it might be a good opportunity to talk about for the podcast. So the first thing I want to say about support is that it's really personal. Okay. So it's not a one size fits all sort of journey. It's not meaning that the things that I'm going to talk about today and the the places that I found support don't mean that that's where you're going to find support. And everybody's experience and what they need for self-care and the relationships that they have versus the relationships that they're able to establish are all different. And I realize that and I want to be understanding of that and let you know that like the things that I talk about were work work for me. But I want to encourage you to just keep trying, keep reaching out for support, and just don't quit. Don't give up if you don't find it right away. Or if one thing feels really overwhelming, try something different. Um, I think a great example of that for me was... I've talked about this in the other podcast is the Facebook groups that I joined for the Clubfoot community. While they were great resources for me, I never really found it as a support system for myself. I and part of that's my own fault because I don't I wasn't willing to share my journey in a personal way. I didn't ask questions, I didn't provide feedback. So I wasn't engaged in that sort of community. Therefore, it couldn't be supportive to me. But I think some people really find support systems in that. I mean, some of those groups are, they have thousands of members and they post constantly and are checking in a lot and it's something that feeds them and fuels them. So if that's something that supports you, then go for it. I Anything that you can find. It just wasn't an avenue for me that was supportive enough without being overwhelming with the amount of information that was happening and coming on every day for me. But what I will say is the Facebook group led me to 
a group of moms that we created that were local, that were similarly timed in our treatment journey, seeing the same doctors, and then eventually switched to a different doctor. And those moms honestly became my lifeline through the treatment journey, especially during the casting phase and the 23-hour boots and bar wear. I remember emailing them, messaging them, texting them at all hours of the night for, you know, hours on end going, how do you get the boots on? Are you crisscrossing? Does your kid have like red spots on the back of their heels? What are you doing? And then, you know, does, uh, does this foot look corrected? Does this not look corrected? And we just had similar mindsets about treatment. And I think without them, I, I, I would have felt more lost than I already did. I felt really lost during the 23-hour wear in that transition to Boots and Bar. It was a struggle, and my cutie was not happy, and she was difficult to manage, and I had really high anxiety and stress about trying to make sure that I was keeping her as comfortable as possible, and then I had two other kids I was trying to take care of and it was summer break. So there was no school. I had no nanny. My husband was still working full time. I, um, didn't even have a consistent babysitter at the time. So it was really me boots on ground and these moms that we kind of created this group together were just, I, I don't. I honestly don't know what I would have done without them. And we talk about that still. We're still friends today. We still communicate. We travel sometimes to see the same doctor together. And we talk about how if we didn't have each other, I don't know what – all of us would have felt more lost. So if you can find – so I think kind of the moral of that story is even though the Facebook groups weren't a – support system for me in the in and of themselves they created a support system because we were able to put ourselves out there and say hey can we meet and I just like hi I'd like to meet too and we just all met and then a few of us broke off into creating a different kind of pairing and then we were really supportive of each other so reach out put yourself out there if you are in a local clubfoot support group for your state or even your community say hey is anyone willing to meet or to talk about this i think a buddy system somewhere where you can have one person one other mom that you talk to or parent or caregiver that you talk to on a consistent basis that you trust their opinions and that they're caring and they'll give you what's working for them and what's not working for them. I think that open dialogue is extremely beneficial and it helps you feel as if you're not alone in it. So that was really the main support system that I had that was clubfoot driven were my other clubfoot moms that I had created that friendship with. Then another thing that really helped me was... Um, having a few people in my inner circle. So like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I am not great. It's my fault. I'm not great at reaching out for help. I don't ask for help often. I don't um, accept help easily. I So when my cutie was born and I was thrust into this very high um, stress environment, 
with my two kids being home all the time and then my cutie who was super uncomfortable and I'm a constant worry about whether I was putting the boots on right or if I was doing the stretches right or if she was crying too much or if the red spot on her heel was gonna turn into a blister. She wasn't sleeping at all. I was exhausted and I don't, I mean, I rarely reached out to my circle to say like, hey, can you take my older two kids? Can you um, bring me dinner? Like, I, it's just not in my nature to do that, but I wish I would have. In hindsight, if there was something that I would have done different, I wish I would have stepped outside of myself a little bit and said, I'm struggling and I need help. I need somebody just to even check in on. So I had a few people, my mom in particular, who I'm very close with. And while I knew she didn't know exactly what I was going through because she didn't have a clubfoot child of her own and she wasn't here every single day experiencing it, I knew that uh, she was somebody that I could call and talk to and that would understand and would listen. And that was invaluable for me at that time. So when I really retreated from kind of society because we were kind of forced inside, I call it the summer of TV, um, we, she was a lifeline and um, I had a best friend who had had a baby uh, and she's still my best friend. Uh, she had a baby at the same time as me and she was somebody that I could talk to too. Obviously she was struggling with her own having a newborn and that experience with having an older daughter as well. I, but she was another person that I could contact and just at least talk to and say, Hey, this is what I'm dealing with. And I'm nervous. And so I think having a few trusted people that you can talk to that, you know, maybe they don't, uh, they're not going to fully understand your experience, but they're there to listen. If you have a couple people that you can call and just be like, Oh my gosh, I am going to lose it. I am so tired. I can't see straight. And I'm trying to entertain my kids and keep my cutie happy who won't stop crying. And just to have somebody to listen to, I think is really valuable for you in this time frame, especially when you're in those transition phases. So when you're first starting casting, getting your footing, and then when you're transitioning to Boots and Bar, I think having a couple people that you know you can count on and that you can talk to will really help you through that transition. Uh, another thing that I ended up reaching out for was uh, a therapist because at some point along the 23-hour where I started to realize that my anxiety about everything wasn't just about her feet. It wasn't about, it was more than the everyday sort of experience that I'd had with anxiety in my whole life, but it was really heightened and I was really struggling. And that was partially because in hindsight, right? I wasn't asking for support. I wasn't really taking care of myself that well. And I had kind of funneled all of my thoughts and emotions and everything into her treatment and into her diagnosis and making sure that her feet were corrected. I spent a lot of time really worried after we had transitioned to B&B whether or not her feet were fully corrected and sending pictures of of her feet to my, you know, my other club football friends and saying, oh, do these look right? Or to my family members. So I don't, 
But at some point along the journey, when we had seen our next doctor, the one that we switched to and we currently see, I and had confirmed that her feet were corrected, fully corrected and in the right position and looked great. But the anxiety didn't go away. And there was a moment where I just turned to my husband and was like, I don't, I don't know if this is normal. I think I need to see somebody. And I've been on a therapy journey my whole life. Like I have a master's in marriage and family therapy. So I'm a big believer in finding a therapist when you need it. I um, don't like to struggle alone. I like to have somebody that I can talk to that's an outside person. And the therapist really helps me with that. So I had to find a new therapist because the one I had been seeing was no longer available. And so I spent a little bit of time researching to find one, which can be difficult within itself. Like, listen, you have enough on your plate to then have to try to find a therapist or somebody to talk to. But there's great tools out there now that are available. And I think through COVID and um one of the great things is now you can do a lot of online therapy and not that it's a replacement for other therapy. I just think that uh, it is easily accessible, especially for new moms, people who are, who don't have the capability to kind of get out of their house on a regular basis. So I say, reach out. If you think that you need more support and if your mental health is struggling, then reach out for a therapist and ask for help. It was ended up being supremely helpful for me. And once I kind of got on that therapeutic train, I think it helped me kind of move towards the right direction of moving in to a better mental health state. And I think the last thing is a trusted medical team, right? You need support on this journey. You need a medical team, a clubfoot doctor and their team that you can talk to and that you can ask questions of and say, Hey, I don't know what, does this look right? Is this normal? What does, um, I think that that is really crucial. And I don't know if a lot of clubfoot parents out there have that experience because I, I know what it was like to have one clubfoot doctor who wasn't as um, supportive and engaged and then having another one that we have now who's much more, who's much more accessible, who I can talk to on a regular basis, ask questions and he'll respond and the team will respond and they're supportive and helpful. And I think that that's something that is hard, maybe hard to find because it just depends on your location and your clubfoot doctor. But I hope that through more um, things like this, like the podcast and people sharing their experience and talking about their journey as parents will help kind of the medical community then understand where the support is lacking from that end. And then they'll be able to provide more support for parents through their team. Maybe if it even isn't exactly your clubfoot doctor, but even their team, somebody that you can reach out to and say, Hey, like I had a moment where my baby was not sleeping like at all. Like she was up. I can't even tell you countless times a night and would not go to sleep. And I think I emailed our medical team. which was just like, could this be the boots and bar? Because we always think that, right? Like 
as a clubfoot parent, we don't know. Is she not sleeping because of my terrible sleep techniques, which aren't great? Or is it because she has to wear this boots and bar? We kind of convince ourselves. So I remember I reached out and they were like, well, you know, I don't think so. Um, sorry, you're struggling. And then kind of helped me problem solve a little bit and realize that it wasn't really the boots and bar that was causing the issue. Um, maybe it it was an adjustment period, I think, for sure. But somebody that you can reach out to and talk to, I think, is really important, too. So I think the moral of this whole podcast and just in general is reach out for support where you can. Try to figure out where what works for you, whether it's the large communities of the Facebook or Instagram or social media in general, or if you need something a little bit more one-on-one um, -on -one and trying to put yourself out there to find that connection with somebody else. Um, I'd love to, in the future, see some sort of buddy system created where parents can kind of get tell their doctor, yes, I'd like to be paired with another clubfoot parent, whether either that parent's ahead of us in the journey or behind us, and say, and then that doctor can give that information to some sort of system where then we can be paired up. I think that that would be really beneficial for people and create a good support system. But that's kind of a pipe dream of mine. So we'll see whether that becomes a reality of something that we can make happen. But anyways, I really hope that uh, you guys found this information helpful. And I appreciate you listening and if you um, like the information or you think that it's helpful for you, please just follow, share with anyone that you think would benefit from listening. You can always reach me directly at my Instagram account at Clubfoot Chronicles Mom. And I'd love to hear about any sort of support system that you guys used that worked for you. All right, until next time.